The Origins of the Shift in Consciousness, Part 1. Why this and why now? Two of the most challenging aspects of speaking about these subjects are translation and distortion. How to translate this material into a form that is understandable from the human perspective without infusing an undue amount of distortion of the material and concepts. In our true native form as timeless beings of energy, a great deal of our true nature and the nature of our reality do not have a direct translation to an understandable form to the beings that we are playing within this physical reality. As such, any attempt to translate these concepts into human form introduces an unavoidable aspect of distortion into the explanation. It's apples and oranges. Our reality and our true form doesn't easily translate into terms and concepts that we can reference within our earthly experiences. When there are attempts to translate, those can be easily dismissed. No basis in science, physics, common knowledge, or even common sense. There is virtually nothing in our experience within our lifetimes to prepare us for the big reveal. Metaphysics, pseudoscience, magical thinking, all are some of the more pleasant terms that are applied to information of this type. It gets worse from there. It doesn't help that there are people who have some familiarity and use portions of this information to exploit the gullible or compromised for their own gain. Anyone who does offer information outside of the accepted narratives is pilloried as a quack, kook, or even insane. Note the regard given to Marianne Williamson and RFK Jr. in the recent quest to begin runs for president because of their views on things that fall outside the accepted narratives. For very different reasons, but the results are the same. On one side of the coin we have science, and on the other side of the coin is religion an historic, widely cited viewpoint that places God or gods in charge of our lives and what happens to us. But even religious perspectives are given some slack and a bit of a pass when it comes to acceptance because of the widespread saturation of the various worldviews that include religious connotations. The birth of the Christ was an extremely important master-source event within our world. It, along with the other major religions, have had an unprecedented effect on how we view our world and ourselves. Much like science, religious followers can easily dismiss this information. In fact, distortions of the original ideas forming religions have been purposely rendered and referenced to dispel any movement of the masses away from its influence. In both of these cases, science and religion downplay our powers and abilities in favor of what amounts to two very big reasons to believe that we are everywhere victims and subject to the whims of the gods and fate and physics and chaos. 
And what is the purpose of these two schools of thought? It was not always this way in both cases, but today it is about control and authority. In effect, religion and science are cuts, read cults, of the same cloth. Both with very different vestments, but effectively usurping the power and importance of the individual. Let me say clearly, neither science nor religion are bad. They are not wrong. They both fill a need, play a role in our reality. It is in how they are wielded that they become problematic for any type of exploration that moves beyond the confines of our known world. And unfortunately, any exploration that falls outside of these two extremes is generally not well accepted and dismissed out of hand. Everyone knows the age-old argument, creationism versus evolution. And while everyone may think that this sums up the difference between science and religion in this regard, it does nothing to address to our origins except to stall the topic between two very unlikely and highly distorted answers. Because neither takes into account the idea of our consciousness and our roles in our own origin. Science deals with what can be empirically proven and proven and reproduced. It sometimes theorizes how things that don't fit in can be retrofitted into the science we do know. Religion relegates to the dustbin of heresy anything that varies from whichever historic religious text we subscribe to. It unfortunately becomes an oversimplified fairy tale whose purpose was to empower, but was subverted into a way to disempower individuals and misappropriate any idea that we may have that places ourselves in a position of importance, or simply said, the primary position. Science has been subverted in the same way. If one is not a doctor or professor or professional in the field that we may be considering, we are told that we can't possibly have information that is accurate and or relevant because we are not vested with that kind of authority. We have not garnered it or earned it. In this sense, science and religion approach new information in very much the same way discounting the individual as being unworthy of knowledge that is outside of accepted paradigms and narratives. And in the age of Twitter, anything that falls outside of accepted narratives is subject to ridicule, cancel culture, and deplatforming. It doesn't even stop short of declaring one an enemy of humanity for daring to step outside of the box. In both cases, we can't be trusted to know anything ourselves. And if we want to consider our origins, our choices boil down to either unsolicited creation by an inattentive, malevolent God, or pure chance as a result of primordial goo and the role of the dice of chaos. Either way, it doesn't say much about us as humans. Both these ideas leave us without intent 
without purpose, without a home. So as I approach the subject of our true nature, our origins, and the nature of our reality, I am facing a formidable wall of evidence and belief that would render what I will tell you as nonsense, as flights of fancy, curious excursions of imagination with no basis in fact or popular opinion, or worse, a planned and executed deception in service of some sort of devious ulterior motive. I accept that. I also know something very important that I don't have to convince anyone of anything because I know where this is headed. I know that once someone gathers enough information in this regard, they can prove it to themselves. Time is on my side. The shift will make certain of that. As I've said, the shift has changed the blueprint of physical reality. It has been expanded. Additional features turned on. We have tools now. Tools that we can use to begin to bring this information to ourselves in a fashion that we can use to change our lives, change what we know. We have access to knowledge that we don't know. We have channels of information available to us outside of accepted sources. Because of who and what we are, Everything is known to us, were we only to seek it. All I have to do is share what I know, and the rest of it will take care of itself. And it's not my job. Everyone is ultimately responsible for themselves, and there will be as many approaches to this shift as there are people who will live through it. I am determined, however, to share this piece about our origins and our true nature. It is a perspective that will allow everything that follows to easily fall into place. It makes sense. It is consistent. And it does a great deal to help explain why everything that is happening is happening. What we are doing and why. Knowing who we truly are will usher in an incredibly empowering shift in perspective for humanity. It allows us to move from the valley to the mountains. It is our fog lights. It is the long-awaited unified theory of everything. Most importantly, it allows us to see and experience ourselves as the powerful beings we are so powerful that just a blip of the attention of our essence, that which is us and non-physical, is enough to fill and overflow these focuses, these human beings that we experience ourselves as. By knowing and embracing this knowledge, we can begin to see ourselves in a new light. We can understand what it means to place ourselves in the primary position, and allows us to begin to move in the direction that we always intended, that was latent but implied when we first began physical life on Earth. Energetic beings having a physical experience. The shift has brought some fantastic new features online. We have upgraded our firmware 
And now it's time to give this new vehicle a test drive. We just have to give ourselves a chance to know ourselves, to know how this all came about. Just give it a chance. If it is beyond our ability to process, we can certainly live out our lives in the old fashion. No one will blame us. And we can happily go to our eternal resting place without ever considering that something massive has changed. We will eventually find out whether it's here or beyond. There is no escaping the reality of the shift. In part two, we will translate the story of our origin and see where that might fit in to our human experience and the nascent shift of consciousness.